0: Good afternoon.
1: It is October fourth, twenty twenty-two. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limonos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are we doing today, buddy?
0: What is going on, Will? Happy belated birthday! What are you're 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 a sprightly what twenty-eight now? (laughs) You know,
1: it was not long ago that we were going the other direction with this age thing. It was like like I think two years ago you said I was thirty-five, and now we're going to twenty-eight. I do appreciate it but let's not act like birthdays are anything special all right we all got them they can't be that special that that's that's kind of my end all be all on that and this is a fantastic time for Zach to just get cut out right now fantastic because I have no idea what else to transition into beyond just a crazy day of football some obvious things happened some less obvious things happened I am a bit under the weather if you can't tell a little bit but I'm fine I will be fine I'm don't think it's anything serious just uh we're getting we're getting through it just kind of like every you know, these football teams got through it this past Sunday, as well as just like you got through it over this past weekend. I know you you wanted to talk some birthday stuff, but you were far busier than anything I was doing this past weekend. Uh, all that being said, I feel like we should start with what do you want to start with? You want to start with some concussion stuff? Do you want to talk about how? Yeah,
0: let's uh let's start with the concussion stuff because I was uh you know able to watch that. Uh, that was one of the few games that I watched. them we can go through uh, my list of excuses, and then you know we can kind of do our. Uh, our, our normal, normal thing here. And, you know, we'll just, you know, just one bit by bit we'll we'll make it through.
1: Now, I'm not saying I need this credential or that I'm telling you I told you so or anything, but I thought I did a fairly decent job of, you know, expressing my feelings and emotions about how questioning it was that two have even returned to the previous game the first week ago. And now where we're at, we're seeing this. This has suddenly become this universal term. It was a phantom hand syndrome or something. Is this is this something I'm supposed to be familiar with? Like, at what point in my life do you become familiar with these sort of terms and that I'm just seeing thrown out there all the time? Like, that, that was an obvious sign of concussion. It's like, yeah, it's obviously signs sign something's wrong. I didn't know, like, that was a clear sign, or a symptom of a concussion. But all that said, it wasn't good. It got worse. It's real bad. I don't know where we go from here. I have a ton of questions based on how he was able to get out there again. And I, I understand that there's a likelihood that he – really was okay the previous week and that he might just got hit even harder the second week and that was enough to cause the symptoms on its own but there just seems like a lot of smoke here am i crazy for seeing that or this is going to become a bigger deal than we're all worried about
0: so i'll answer your uh your your first question but a little bit roundabout way so here's my, my my first excuse for this past week my weekly basketball got moved from tuesday to thursday so it ends at, ends at nine. I get home. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting back. Probably I'll be getting back for 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 halftime. So I'll see the end of these games. Uh, so, but kind of gonna be missing some of the first parts. But I get home. I, you know, check my phone. Fine. Yeah. See, it's halftime. Okay. Go go to show up. When I get out of the shower, you've texted me. Nate's texted me. Uh, another buddy. Uh, you know, that's a big time listener. Sean. He texted me.
1: Yeah, we'll work on this. I, I I don't know what else to do about this cell phone service stuff. It's, it makes zero sense. We live in the modern word he- world here where this should be not an issue at all. I, uh, I'll i try and get Zach back on the line and we'll maybe get the rest of his point there. But I think really what he was referring to is that you know Tua gets knocked out early. And I think some of us were, me specifically, was more concerned about the fantasy reality of it. But now they know there's obviously a much more obvious big picture here that somebody's true health being concerned and perhaps being in jeopardy of some rules that were may or may not have been broken. I think we'll hear more information as that kind of comes out going forward here. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't know who's, who's making the calls on this. I do find it really suspicious anytime they decide to fire a doctor or any sort of health staff. Like I imagine this must be an absurdly competitive industry to try and get into and to have somebody fired for all this is it's like they, they had to have gone through a gauntlet to get to where they're at. And, and to be where they're at right now uh, and then kind of screw it all up like this, risking all that. But then, you know, you're on the flip side of that. It's like how many coaches and staff and internal people are truly on the side of the health of the players here and how many of them just want to win at any cost? I know that sounds like a ruthless thing, but, you know, to some people, there there is nothing beyond the sports <laughs> in, in this game. And I know there is so much more beyond it in true reality. But I think sometimes that tunnel vision just gets stuck in there and you're you're really just on your own and, there's nothing else. This is the most important thing, and you make really, really big mistakes. Like what may or may not have happened here. You know, I'm not accusing of it anything, um, but you know, if I just feel like the science is there at this point that there's no real reason to kind of beat around the bush around these concussion stuff. We know the damage it causes, and I feel like the more information we get about it, there's nothing confirming that we got that wrong. That's incorrect. That, that this is this is clearly unhealthy. Clearly has drastic effects going down the long road here, which is really what should matter. And I I feel like football has done a good job of improving the helmets and you know doing the best to change up some rules. I know we all maybe aren't so happy with the lack of aggressiveness and the you know nonstop hit stick of of the past, but you know we we're trying to prevent stuff from like this from happening. And and I think we've done a pretty good job for that. And this is that red flag that maybe is just a reminder that we are keeping an eye on this and that we can't let this kind of stuff slide. Um now you're about to tell everybody of a podcast that we've been doing since 2015 right now that you didn't watch any sports this past week between having some plans getting reverted to Thursday and then having a wedding on on uh Sunday <laughs> all day. Yeah. and then uh, last night I'm I'm just not feeling great. I'm I'm a little under the weather and I'm like let's just punt it to tomorrow and uh I assume you're all caught up at this point. I just you know, did my best to kind of do my one man show here. I'm actually, I'm ready to hang up now. Like, let's just, let's call it a podcast. (laughs) I I am out of words to say, I hope you this phone just stays on the line because I I don't even know whether to catch you up or just move right on to talking. I mean, do you have anything to add about the concussion stuff? I, 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 there's nothing new out there. This is just much more alarming that we we all know the same stuff and that we're,
0: we're at. Well, I think the, the most uh, alarming part to me is the, it seems like they're they're doing the inve- internal investigation, and already it's come out that the independent neuro doctor person—I'm assuming he's a doctor—already uh, did three things wrong, and I didn't hear exactly what those things were, but that's kind of the hey, like he's he's the guy. Exactly what you said, the team you know, the, the officials, you can get blinded and it's like, it's, it's your job. And, you know, we, you, in all these, uh, you know, not, not, not just football and all the, all, all careers, you go through the training and, you know, Hey, you know, they're, you know, they, they always tell me like, Hey, you know, making money isn't the most important thing. You know, you, you can't just, you know, skip rules and regulations. Like we're trying to do things the, you know, the right way. And hopefully people are, are, are staying with that. And I just, I just don't know. You know what the answer is it's really easy to look now and go oh hey yeah well we all saw what happened on Thursday or on Sunday and it was kind of explained away like oh it it was a back injury he came out and said that and it's like I get from his point of view it has to it can't be him protecting himself totally players you want to play all the time it's the coaches and these other and that's why we got the even the independent guy the independent guy is like he can't get steamrolled he's the guy that says hey you're good or you're not good and now it's easy to go and look and say, Oh, yeah. Well, now he got thrown to the turf again. Well, did it just was it just coincidence? Like, he he got slammed to the ground. I mean, you could have, I think you could have, that could have been week one. And uh, you know, it's like, Okay, no, not 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 good. It didn't, I don't think it was well because he was woozy from four days ago. And just now, I think it just is going to come, come to the front. And I, I don't know how long it, it, it will last, of you know, if someone else doesn't look great, but. We put these these processes in place, so they have they, they have to work, and so that's going to be what the other review is, and it's going to be very hard to do that mid season. But we have to find out was was the the doctor steamrolled? Did he do something incorrectly? What happened there? Or are you going to look at all the documentation and say, "Hey, no, like this is this is what we did. This is what we're supposed to do." This is what this is what the result was. That's why he went back out and played.
1: I'm not denying there's a reality where it's a contact sport; guys get concussed. It happens, and it, it, it all could have been properly diagnosed and properly done, and just ended up the result where guy, someone ended up with a really, really bad concussion. I, I just think there's a little coincidence of the week prior and the week after, and you know the every kind, of, and now the weeks going forward of you know how
0: I don't well, know because then you look at it too of oh well, you know it was you know a Thursday or excuse me, a Sunday to a Thursday, so that's short rest. It's always tough for anybody, and it came out already earlier this week. He's not playing week five, but week six. Like, does he play then, and at what point are people – and that's where it gets the the, the group mentality versus the actual doctors. Well, who do we trust? Do we trust the doctors that are looking at this, whether the team doctors or the uh, neutral guys, or us that – you know, we we saw a play on on tv and we just uh say oh well no this is this is how it was and so do do we wait until midway through the year after after their bye week how do we decide yep he's he's good and or yeah, I, I don't know
1: well i do think look i'm not i'm not a scientist here or i think that there is an actual gray area between the frequency of this and then severity of it where like he might be totally physically fine and cleared to play in two weeks, but the risk of it potentially happening again, which he's playing in a sport where it can potentially happen again.
0: Every he, time he steps on the field.
1: It, and and I, I think this the frequency of it puts him in an even more severe risk, and I think that's why the, he may have to sit out more than two weeks, which he may be, a, like I said, he might be fine in two weeks. I just don't think you need to be hitting your head around that quickly is, is what is a bigger concern, I think, from some people. But at the end of the day, you know, he's a professional athlete. They they passes everything that's in, in place, and that, that's the way they want it to do it. That's the way they want it to do it. But if that's in any way unhealthy, that they're going to look into this, they're going to make a change, and they're going to fix it. So I I don't want him to be the test subject here, but I think this is testing the system to some degree that that should lead to better decision-making down the road, hopefully. And if that's what we're at, that's where we're at. Um, the actual football result of all this is a team – that's been pretty good this year and Miami is down a quarterback. Now I have had my doubts about Tua and this is partly why I, I think they're going to be just fine without him. I don't know how long he'll be out. And I'm actually suspicious on, I, I don't know. I, I just see a reality where maybe Tua is not the preferred guy when they come back. But I, I know that the, he had that one hot week. Then everyone's kind of buying on that high potential. Super,
0: hot, hot doesn't begin to describe it. Supernova, man.
1: Uh, yeah, it was it was a not anybody can have that type of game, right? You have to be a certain level of skill level to actually have that sort of success. So I will agree that on that week, he was phenomenal. He
0: we, had it,
1: <laughs> but I think this team's gonna be all right going forward. I I, I do you think? Do you feel a little bit more hopeful for the Patriots knowing this?
0: I didn't even think about it in those in those those terms. Yeah, that's that's we're, how we're, that's how ugly. We're, 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 yeah, it's it wasn't like oh well now now we got a chance. Like well the Bills are still ahead of them and it. We, we already lost to him once. so We only play him one more time. Uh, I don't know when it is. Um, you know, it is at, at home, but wasn't there. Yeah, I didn't, didn't think about it in those terms at all. And I, I'm not even doing that as like, a, oh, how could you ever think about it in that way? Like, this is a man's life. It's like, I'd love to say that, you know, all the time when someone gets hurt, I don't immediately think like, how can this, you know, how, how does this impact me personally? Because, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a human. <laughs> We're naturally pretty, pretty selfish people uh, just in general. But no, I didn't really think about that.
1: All right, well, not much fun of a show in that game, uh, especially with the, the, the results of that and the controversy that's, that's just not going to go away. I don't know how it all goes out, and I, I don't think it just... It feels like an unneeded distraction, even if it all just plays out in two weeks here. It's just unneeded attention and questions, and I don't think you ever want to welcome an investigation to your your team. I can't imagine that ever benefiting anyone ever. So I'll kind of leave it at that, and let's, let's go overseas for a little bit here where we had an early London game. Now, I believe you did... Watch this game, right? So this is this is the most info I'm going to be able to pull out of you for right now.
0: This is, yeah, this, this is the live one. Uh, just, we just want to start off with a uh, huge fan of the, uh, the the London games. I know, especially with this concussion stuff, we're probably going to roll into, well, how are you going to have a team play on Sunday and then have to fly and jet lag everything back? And now it's almost like a short week uh, again, where it used to be you played and then you had your bye week. Uh, they're not quite doing that this year. But it is really cool to wake up and then at 930, there's a game. And this was a pretty competitive game back and forth. So, you know, for sure, you get a standalone game. There could be duds. We've had I'm, I'm putting in quotes, you know, prime time duds, you know, these standalone games, you know, 930. 30, don't really think it was being necessarily prime time. But and then it, they, they do it so well if it just ends just nice, you know, half hour, 20 minutes before, you know, one o'clock when you know all the games really start. But, you know, just a little bit of a breath, you know, if you want to make some, uh, make some lunch or you got to order some food or you need to set your, you know, just that last check of the, the, the fantasy lineup, but like the no overlap. Uh, I, I know we have uh, another one this week. I think we have one the following week, uh, but just kind of, it, it definitely extends your Sunday. But I, I was a fan, especially this week where it was really one of the few times I was able to just not have any other responsibilities.
1: It's a half hour too early. That that's my my only critique. I loved it on the West Coast where all the games started at ten. I think this is a bit much for the West Coast pushing a six thirty. Of which, that's a Sunday. Sunday is not a wake up early day. I mean, maybe it is for some people, but that's that's not a. Hey, you know, six thirty. That's, that's the most relaxing thing you can do on a Sunday. Is wake up that early for for Sunday football. But I, I think just push it a half hour. That, that's my only critique. And it's not gonna happen. But I I'm just saying, it's I'm putting it out there. <laughs> maybe it'll happen. <laughs> uh that being said the actual game here turns out to be not necessarily a dud but certainly a kickoff uh, I i don't know if that's just a, a london fair game over here where we're just going to use the, the kicker as much as possible where, <laughs> where it starts with lutz kicking a 60 yarder for the saints and then it gets matched uh I, I don't even remember the guy in minnesota over there and then we go all the way back and forth this all happens in a matter of like two and a half minutes i i did not watch this game this is the only game where i said you know what I'm going to be watching football all day. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go for a hike. We're going to go with the dog. We did all that. And then I came back and was like, wow, this game that I didn't think so much of all happened in the last two minutes here, this little field goal battle of going back and forth, back and <laughs> was, forth.
0: Uh, we, got a, we got a double doink. That we, that, uh, still, I if you look at it, it's just one of those things that footballs are not round. They make weird bounces. And I think 90-plus percent of the time, even off the first doink it doinks its way in to tie it up and send us a into overtime which would have really probably uh buffered us right up to uh, the to, to the one o'clock games but oh just just missed it. I mean it, it was deep and he had just made one but uh just what, what was it meant to be hey and
1: there was this we just saw him make a 60 yarder two minutes ago so it, it was like well, this is gonna be in play and then when it hit something it was like oh my god where what is gonna happen now and there's this silencing noise, the, the, that that doink sound, <laughs> the double doink especially. It's just like the every, time freezes for a second. Everything just stops. <laughs> uh, exciting game for London. I thought the crowd was actually really into it of the highlights I saw, and that's that's encouraging. This seems to be somewhat at least successful from the entertainment aspect of it. I, I, I'm glad they got a good game because I don't think they always get a good game, and they're really embracing this and really trying to push for it this year with the, the active games coming up forward. Uh, from now on
0: i think i think uh the game th- this upcoming week um really that's giants and packers i think it's the first time that two teams at 500 or above are playing in london
1: that doesn't mean they're going to get a good game there just just putting that
0: it's, oh well, i mean it's well, one well, game so well, we'll you know, whatever there. it happens but it's 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 it was crazy to me that that was i know we you know in general it's like here's the jaguars go have fun but i mean even once in a while the jaguars are good and you just would have thought at some point just like by accident this would have happened so one of those weird uh weird scheduling things all
1: right we're gonna kind of rush things into getting the picks done a little bit we're gonna talk about a couple more games here uh high scoring game seattle detroit those teams are both really bad at defense. Uh, we'll maybe touch on that a little bit going forward. I I just wanted to throw them out that I had picked Detroit for the win, and you know to lose a forty-eight to forty-five game is <laughs> I I don't know I don't know what to be upset about. It's like you're in it, but you're, are you guys really in it at all? It, they, they, that game was all over the place.
0: They have the uh the, the Lions have the most points uh this like to, to compared to everybody else through through the uh through the year, but the problem is is that they've given up the most points. <laughs>
1: Uh, just to recap some picks from the last week here i am now in first place i do have a little bit of a lead within the uh pick em brackets where we're making our picks every week here uh, a couple things i got right the past week here just just a little uh, little brag here a little humble brag uh atlanta over cleveland got that one uh jets over the steelers on the road yeah got that one so what- do you think uh is, is atlanta a little more frisky or is cleveland just not good Atlanta's frisky and Cleveland has the one thing holding them up that we all see, obviously holding them up. And I, I, I you know, it's weird when your running backs are are so much better than your your, your quarterback, and it's like, well, you just run the ball all the time. It's like, well, when you get down, or, or you just can't do that. You're just way too predictable. They're asking too much from Brissett. He's actually hustling and grinding as much as he can. He just, he's just not, a, he's just not the quarterback that this team needs right now. And I think that's limiting to them. I'm a little bit more concerned that I thought their defense would be a little bit better but uh Atlanta's frisky I, you know I I confidently played Mariota this past week in fantasy and was very very let down by the, the reality that he's just not going to throw the ball I mean I don't know I don't know if Justin Fields is starting this trend or something here where quarterbacks just stop throwing the ball but it's it's happening throughout these games right now oh, where, no. where I'm seeing these teams are like, Why are we even gonna risk throwing it? None of these guys are good at this. This is gonna be a running game and a punting game and when the quarterback runs, that, that's the real separation here between, you know, having a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes guy and everybody else. Like it's it's really a huge drop off at this point. So I I don't know if it's necessarily a, a compliment to Atlanta or a knock on Cleveland of just maybe everyone's very mediocre across the league right now. Like I don't think anyone's that much farther ahead than anyone else unless you got a couple of those quarterbacks that I mentioned earlier. Um, that being said, I have huge red flags for the chargers who are beating up Houston majority this game. And then suddenly it's like a three point game. I I, I don't know how teams can just suddenly take quarters off like this. And I've seen the Los Angeles chargers let off the gas way too frequently this year. And I just see red flags all over the place for that. So, uh, that, that's kind of a little recap there. I was all in on Jacksonville, man. They're up 14, nothing on Philly. And I'm, and I remember I messaged you. I was like, yo, Jacksonville like showed up to play, like, (laughs) everyone's like all that's, hot. What
0: the, that's what the eagles have been doing they were jumping all over teams it was like they've they won, you know, the first quarter of every game and have lost like all three of the rest of them. But it's because, like, yeah, we put up three touchdowns in the, you know, the first quarter and then we coasted the rest of the way. So that I would have thought would have been the reverse, if anything.
1: So yeah, as you said, like Philly again, they they've kind of you know let off the gas a lot in this the, the past couple second halves. I don't think they've scored in the second half the previous like two two games or something like that. And so when Jacksonville goes up fourteen nothing, and I'm like, this team hasn't played well in the second half. Like, this is almost game now. Like you just got to hold on to this lead for the first half here. Boy, was I wrong? Because that was pretty much where that game ended, and another game started, and they got complete opposite, just demolished on the other side there. And I was kind of impressed with Philly for bouncing back like that. I I saw just some real rookie mistakes, not necessarily, you know what I mean by rookie mistakes in Lawrence of just just young quarterback stuff of just getting just trying to do too well, much. You, it
0: just uh, you know, you know, you never want to fumble, but to lose four fumbles, I mean, that's some of that just just bad luck. Like I was saying earlier, football's you know. My Coach always said, you know, they're not round. You know, they're oblong. They do oblong weird things. It's just like, how did it not bounce to one of his guys one of the times?
1: Uh, all right. And then lastly, we have the suspicious New England Patriots-Green Bay game that ends up being kind of close, of which we actually almost had 25% chance hope of actually winning, of which we lose another quarterback in Hoyer, who goes down actually almost like immediately. And Hoyer looked good, too. I think that's the worst part is I was like, you know – I don't expect Super Bowl. Like my expectation is is level with 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 Hoyer here, right? I'm not, not expecting him to blow me out of the water, but I I do expect him to not make any mistakes and that he's going to kind of make the right play. And he was doing that, and our running game was nice, and the defense was making some plays. And you know, su- suddenly he's just knocked out, and this guy named Zappy, who I didn't even know that's how they spelled his name until I, I saw it on the back of the jersey, comes in, and and he's he's solid. But I I just want to paint the picture of this guy walking in to the scenario that he ends up getting his first play it's at the, it's uh <laughs> at the four yard line right it's first and ten at the four yard line he's got no space no time I, I I'm not I'm sure he had prepared to, to play in some degree but you know you just even as a backup I, I can't even imagine being thrown in like that so I will credit him for for not throwing a pick six not getting a safety not turning the ball over and just just getting the three and out in the punt there so um uh, That's fine. It's fine. You know, I I don't know what to be happy about for the Patriots. I mean, we're playing a quarterback that was our third option. Like, the fact that this guy wasn't even the second option should say enough about him that we confidently put Brian Hoyer in ahead of him. So, I don't know where we are in New England. We we managed to stay in these games. I think maybe if we had, you know, Watson coming back of at least a talent like that, coming back week 10, that, you know, if we could just hang around and put in a quarterback here at the end, who knows? I'm not sure about coming going forward either. He truly hasn't been that great, and I'm not sure if there's a quarterback on this roster that really carries us into greatness this year. But, you know, we hang around in this game at Green Bay, so if you want a moral victory or if you want to just say maybe Green Bay isn't that much better than us, that that might be fine. But like I said, I think across the board, there's a lot of mediocre teams, or at least a lot of teams that really aren't that much better than one another. So it's kind of my Patriot take right now. I wish I could give you something a little bit more hopeful. Do you have anything that's going to make us feel better as Patriot fans?
0: Oh, no, nothing, nothing like that. Just, you look looking, it's not very often you look at the AFC East standings in October and we are very much at the, at the bottom. And just what you said of if you want to take this as a moral victory and that's kind of what I was hearing on the the podcast today where they talked about it, where it's just like, Oh, you know, I don't think the Patriots are really expecting to be in this game. And then, you know, you, you know, you take take Green Bay at Lambeau into into overtime, and just just every like whatever I'm talking about every week, It just that kind of you get the nice little pat on the head, like you didn't actually win, <laughs> you, you you almost did, buddy. But you know what? You know, coffee's for closers, and we uh, you know we 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 didn't close. Uh, this was, I'd say the uh, the the most surprising part of the day because uh, I think you picked this as your uh, as as your lock of the week, unfortunately, which I guess you know, worked out for you, but. Uh so I think if this had been prime uh Tom Brady era Patriots, I mean the the wedding I went to was out towards uh you know Eastern Mass. So definitely, you know, the family in general, there's definitely more Patriots fans than, than just me. It wasn't like I was you know out there on my own. But I think everyone kind of knew going in, it's like uh you know, it, it was almost even good to have the distraction. It's like, oh man, we're going against Aaron Rodgers, like we're probably gonna go down 14 nothing. and then you know, check it on my phone. And no, it's like the reverse you know, there's all this family stuff and you know, I got to do all the, all the, you know, I say I have to, it's like, I'm, at a wedding. I'm having a great time. I've <laughs> been checking my phone every once in a while, just, you know, you know, cause I still kind of want to know what's going on. And you're like, I'll have like five to 10 messages from you. And it's like, dude, we just picked off Rodgers, pick six. We're ahead at halftime. Just, what? And uh, it just, I, I couldn't pay enough attention to it. And it, uh you know there was a long gap before when i saw it went to overtime when i was able to finally check my phone again and kind of had that like we maybe we pulled this off maybe this is just kind of a miracle day and you know saw the uh you know the the, the loss where they had got it like you know as time expired in ot so it clearly meant we got you know some stops and just we couldn't get our, our act together but yeah especially too you know after all this uh, you know then we're already on our backup and then the backup gets hurt which is like what what is happening here well this,
1: this is a mess I think we would have won with Hoyer. I, I'd say I know that. I, look, I really don't have a whole lot of, to go on to, to support this. It's just he didn't make any mistakes. And I think he would have been able to make just enough plays to make us win that game. Because honestly, the Green Bay offense truly wasn't anything intimidating. I'm not that fearful of Rodgers at this point. They haven't figured it out. Maybe maybe later in the year they will. But th- this was a winnable game and and our defense was fine. It wasn't the reason we lost our special teams was improved we had a couple things just go our way especially the end of the half there something i can't remember what something went completely wrong for green bay at the end of the half it was a pick they,
0: six, all right? Well, all
1: right so the, i think there was a pick six and then i think we get a field goal at the last second there too where we punt and the half should basically just come to an end or something and then they end up getting like a offsides or a block in the back or something and it ends up putting us in field goal range and i think we get three extra points at the end of the half i i, I could be wrong all right i'm I'm on some cold medicine at this point so <laughs> I can't remember if that was last Sunday, this past Monday or or who knows at, at at this point. But let's uh let's just recap two more games here. Uh I think the Rams have a really bad o- offense and have maybe the worst selection of running backs in the league. That's why they lost to San Francisco and I don't think you can really learn a whole lot from the Kansas City Tampa Bay game at all. That is a banged up Tampa team and that is a Kansas City team that I think it's just going to get better as well. I, 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 dude, Mahomes, Mahomes is able to dance around everybody. If he's going to be doing that stuff, I
0: saw that highlight where he, uh, did the spin move, looked like he was going to scramble for yards, and then just dumps it to a guy wide open in the end zone. And just, it's like, wow, wow, just awesome.
1: I, like, there's going to be plays like that where he, 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 there's nothing you could do there's no there's no rule there's no by the book that's like this is how you stop Mahomes that that kind of stuff like we were talking about how Kyler Murray's been doing that and he has been and and you know it's it's fun to watch it's even more of a miracle with him at his his size and I think that's a little bit more of a limitation as well but watching Mahomes do it and he does it so comfortably it's it's like humiliating to the rest of the team everyone else should be humiliated because I don't know how I don't think everyone realizes how challenging it is that what he's doing, and he's just doing it like he's spinning the ball on his finger, like it's like it's a basketball or something. It's <laughs> it's it's very very impressive. Uh, All right, but like I said, I don't think there's a whole lot you can really learn from that matchup. I I don't think that's a fair Tampa team to be judging, and and I think that's uh, that's well. A re- and
0: they had the uh, the, the turnover right at the the beginning of the game, the the, the muff punt, and they go down by by seven. I feel like that it, you you can recover from that, but you know when you're going against Mahomes, you, you kind of need all aspects of the game to be on point, and when you just right off the bat, it's like, oh, well, we just gave them away a, a possession for, for a touchdown. I, I think it just you know, really puts you behind the eight ball.
1: For sure. If you're playing a competitive team, you can't afford a massive mistake like that where you're just giving them anything. Uh, all right, going on. Let's move on to some picks. You ready to do some picks?
0: Ready to do the picks.
1: All right. We got a game this Thursday, the Indianapolis Colts at the Denver Broncos. I did not talk a whole lot about either of these teams. I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about here. I think Denver has... A very suspect offense. I think there's a reality which Denver could be <laughs> one of the worst teams in the league. Now Indianapolis is is one of those teams where they have a little bit of everything going there. They've got some losses. They got one win. They got one tie. Anything can kind of happen for them. I think this week. I I don't feel great about this because I think Russ might have found his groove a little bit here. But I, I'm still I'm still hopeful that. This Indianapolis defense is a little bit better, and this running game should be something they should be able to rely on. Pittman should be even healthier this week. I'm taking the Colts on the road. I do not feel good about it, but I don't feel any better about picking the Broncos based on what I've seen in the past. So prove to me wrong here. Are, are you going to ride with Russ here, or are you, you sticking with uh, Matty Ice?
0: I'm I'm gonna go with the Broncos. I don't think either of these teams are uh, are very good, but coming into the year, we all thought that the Broncos were gonna gonna have something. And now that you know they had Russ, they got some weapons, and I think that not 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 the smartest thing. I, I don't think, but you gotta pick one of them. Uh, Taylor uh, he, he got a little little banged up, right?
1: Uh, maybe you know I really didn't watch a whole lot of that game I all I, I'd look this has nothing to really do with pro Indianapolis this is all very just against Denver so don't go grilling me or ask me questions about Indianapolis it's it's far more of just not being very impressed by Denver I actually don't think there's much of a difference between Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson at this point that's where I'll leave that if there's any more you want to add otherwise I'm gonna yeah move on to I'm seeing
0: year. uh Jonathan Taylor is uh didn't didn't practice today and so kind of a uh a question mark there so yeah they're gonna have to find somebody else to to, to help out there so yeah I'll, I'll stick with the Broncos
1: all right next game I believe this is the, this is the London game here we've got the New York Giants versus the Green Bay Packers in London uh Packers definitely don't really beat us up and you know don't look now but the Giants are three and one so that's happening but
0: Oh yeah, what happened to uh, Danny Dimes? Because I have uh, Saquon Barkley on my fantasy teams, and I get a, a message from you saying that they're just running the Wildcat with Saquon, and he's like I need points in these leagues. I am down. Yes, please. All
1: right. So Danny gets knocked out. Looks like he's got a like pretty gnarly, like serious ankle injury. So he's getting taped over there. They put, damn, who came in? I, I, I don't want to be quiz coding somebody. Somebody else comes in. We've seen him before. He's he's a quarterback that was a starter at somewhere and. Probably has been a backup for the past couple of years. Uh, anyway, so he comes in, and he immediately gets knocked out with a concussion. So, so then they're looking over to the sideline, and it's like, well, Danny, you know, you're not concussed. You know, you're basically in a cast at this point because this—he's just his whole leg's taped. He's not moving. He's not out there. So he's basically out there in like a shotgun, except for he never actually catches the ball in the shotgun. The guy just catches a direct snap. And they do that, and then they run a couple handoffs, and then, then I don't know, I think he ended up finishing the game being out there. I, I, it was it was just a chaos where it was like, well, wait a minute, or the backup's heading over there, the other one's getting taken. I, I just can't imagine being, re- you're so reliant on this position, and, and to not have somebody willing to play it, or not having somebody available to play it. It just must be a terrifying situation for a coach, because the, the game keeps going. There isn't like a stop of like, wait a minute, why don't we give you time? To figure this out, (laughs) so that happened, and and
0: you—you got to. There's only so many wild uh, wildcat plays that you can run. (laughs) Like you got a couple in there, and then you're probably just trying to figure it out on the fly. (laughs) Well, I do
1: think the first play they did fake him with being like, "Wait a minute, we just saw this guy; his ankle was broken like a second ago, and now he's out here." Like maybe he's not that hurt, and I and I think they kind of bought it for the first play, and then he doesn't even touch the ball, and they're like, "Wait a minute, this this is a dummy Hold guy. On. This is this guy's basically a cone out here. He he's not even touching the ball." Uh, that I don't I don't really keep a whole lot of an attention to that game. But like I said, there's not really a whole lot going on there. All that being said, with all that chaos going on, I I think I'd be foolish to pick against Rodgers in this. I have no confidence in Daniel Jones, it's despite them being three and one and somehow getting these wins I, I could easily see Saquon dominating this game. I just don't know if that's enough to defeat the Packers. It might be. The Packers Packers offense is really bad. I I don't think they could put up a whole lot of points here, but they might not have to. Uh who are you going to go with in London?
0: I'm going with uh with the Packers. Uh Giants are 3 and 1, but I think the, the Packers 3 and 1 is a little little more real uh neutral side game. Uh like we just talked about uh Danny Dimes Ankle injury and uh Tyrod Taylor, uh possible concussion. Uh so I mean maybe they're gonna bring in somebody off the street, but you know, just saying like that's a pretty important position. So I'll go I'll go with the guy that's healthy.
1: All right. Next game, speaking of healthy guy, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Is it Pickens or Pickett's? I I can't tell which one's which. There's a there's a quarterback and there's a receiver. One's pickens, one's pickets. For for pickett,
0: Pits- or was it a pickens?
1: Okay, well, he's gonna throw it to Buffalo a lot more this game. This is my lock of the week. Buffalo is gonna show him. Welcome to the NFL, buddy. And this is a rude awakening. This is this is not the team you want to be. Travinsky should go back in just for this week. I don't know why. I I, I get why we're here, but this is just be if if we're if we weren't really willing to roll with this Pickens guy, week one. This is not any better. All right, this is just as bad if you ask me i i see red flags all over the place i i actually thought he was all right i it just there's no way he's ready for buffalo any of the other teams in the league wouldn't be ready for buffalo this week so i don't know why we're gonna put the young rookie in this week to see hey well you know we saw what we got out of trubinsky let's see what we got out of this other guy i don't think this is the scale you really need to test that on there's no way this is successful so that's my lock of the week i actually hope trubinsky plays but you know that's that's not up to me and that's a decision I actually don't want to make, but that that's what I would do. What would you do?
0: Well, now I'm a lot more uh, nervous about my pick because this is my lock of the week and I am over two in locks of the week. So I thought rather than uh, try to get cute and, you know, be uh, you know, a little more risky. It's like, let me go with the team that sure looks like the best team in the in the league against the team that sure looks like the worst team in the league. Uh, but seeing as we both picked it, uh, I'm sure it's some wonky, uh, scenario could 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 happen so uh, i'm i'm less confident but i already picked it so yeah i have buffalo lock of the week
1: do, do you want a second lock of the week if i
0: give you time here no 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 i, I already picked it I, I, it's locked it's locked you know we, I, I already we, locked it I, I threw away the key i couldn't you, i can't even unlock it You know,
1: if we're being honest right now i never actually pick a lock of the week i forget about it until you do it and then i pick through the remaining games which one of them i could force into a lock of the week <laughs> and there have been times where it's like why did not i just pick the obvious one like this week where it's buffalo over the worst team where it's like yeah you should really start paying attention to that lock of the week stuff because zach brings it up and you get stuck with garbage picks at the end and then you gotta take something bold so this week i did my homework and we did the same thing we have both been at some struggles here so uh hopefully that works out in our favor i um uh, it's not gonna be one where you're gonna be able to catch up on me here but uh sure uh, next, next game, Los Angeles Chargers at the Cleveland Browns. I mean, it's funny. The storylines just match up so much in sync of both of these teams where they're two and two. You know, there's some games where it's like, yeah, you know, I see it. It's it's there, you know, and then there's other moments where it's like, wow, I don't know how. How did they like you got to factor in that one of the Chargers wins. It was, it was last week against Houston, who was awful and then almost wins the game. Cleveland's been in so many games that I, there's games that they've won they probably shouldn't have won, and games they lost they probably shouldn't have lost. So who's going to dominate between these is, is even more challenging. I am a little bit more of a believer in Cleveland than I am in the Chargers at the moment. I think the defense is going to come through. The Bosa injury for the Chargers is a tough loss. And I the Herbert Rip thing, I don't think that we've seen the end of that either. I, I could see him taking a couple more hits and that becoming big of a factor again. Uh, who you got in this one?
0: I think this one's uh, pretty close to, uh, to a toss-up, but I'm going with the, with the Chargers. It uh, might be a little recency bias on what we just saw from, uh, from, from the Browns. Uh, like, like we were talking about earlier with um, uh, the Cleveland uh, quarterback uh, with a uh, percent. I just think even with the, the rib injury, um, the Chargers are going to be better off. So just better quarterback going with them.
1: Probably a return of Keenan Allen this week. I'm sure that, that will be helpful as well. All right, next game, Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Man, Chicago, you know, you got a quarterback that doesn't throw the ball, and the rest of the league has suddenly figured that out. It's bizarre to me that they have stayed consistent with that choice of offense when, like I said, the rest of the league is expecting that. Now, this is a game where I I should feel like lock of the week, Minnesota, but nobody confidently feels good about a lock of the week with Minnesota because this happens all the time where it's like, yeah, they should just jump out and score a ton of points, and this game should be over. They're they're not that team, and that's why I'm not making them the lock of the week. But I am picking them to win this week. The Bears are going the wrong way until they find a way to get Justin Fields to throw the ball to somebody. It's never
0: gonna work. uh You got any different thoughts on this? It is a one o'clock game. It is a bad team. Kirk Cousins is gonna be ready to go, so I'm going with Vikings.
1: All right, next game. This one might actually be a fun one for us, although we'll see. Detroit Lions at the New England Patriots. I think Detroit has one of the worst defenses in the world despite putting up a bunch of points. We should be able to outscore them because I think our defense is pretty good. I think we can fool Goff a little bit. I think missing Swift, I don't know if he's coming back, although the Williams guy has been just a touchdown machine over there. I I just think this is a good game. This is a Belichick-type game that he's going to be able to outsmart them in some way. I can't explain it to you, but he will just do it and give you a perfect example of it all Sunday. So i I'm rolling with New England here, I actually hope we're able to put up some points and maybe gain a little bit of offensive momentum against a defense that's not very good. Uh, give me some good news. We, we we in sync here? Going with the Pats. All right. All right, next game, Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. Seahawks, uh, they pulled that one off against Detroit last week, but that defense is garbage, too. New Orleans should be able to put up some points. I imagine Camaro will be back, possibly a quarterback that they'll be able to play. I don't know which one between uh, uh, the, the Hill and uh, Winston coming back here. We'll we'll see what out of that. I, I like their offense a lot more. I don't think Seattle, despite me uh, having some early support for them, I just think New Orleans is a little bit more talented of team. I could see this going either way, but I, I think Seattle's defense is really bad, and I think New Orleans will be able to ball control against them. Uh,
0: you going to go with Seattle? I'm gonna go with the Saints. Uh, Seattle kind of used some of their magic uh, last week, getting those getting those points. Um, I think that the, uh, the the Saints are just just a just a hair better, and they're gonna be able to pull it off at home.
1: Yeah, uh, don't look now, but the Saints are one and three. So I don't want to say must win, but definitely one you don't want to lose. Uh, all right, going forward, Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Kind of some question marks for Miami. Uh, we're not expecting to I think he's absolutely been ruled out already so we're we're going with uh, was it Bridgewater up next Who who's there
0: yeah they got Teddy right
1: I think that's who's up next uh yeah,
0: there's so many there's so many those backups like you said they all sound familiar and it's just a matter of where it really ended up
1: yeah and then watching Wilson come back for the Jets last week was uh an up and down roller coaster I I, d- I did see some good things by the Jets I I I want I want to actually show some confidence and pick them this week, but I I just think Miami's offense were even with the worst quarterback in the world. If you just get Waddle and Hill the ball and some space, I think that'll be enough to kind of outscore the Jets and even at home. I, I I still think Miami just has so much more talent than the Jets and have figured it out way more in the past couple of weeks. Even without Tua. I think they'll be all right. Uh, you gonna pick the Jets though? Huh? Two two uh, games I in a will row not
0: be good. win streak? just Despite you know their quarterback having a very cool name, uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Dolphins. Teddy two gloves. He'll come in. He'll be fine. He, he knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah, I don't even think the Jets are really like really want to win. So uh, even even though that they're at home, I think the Dolphins, like you said, too much too much firepower. You know, they're really trying to keep stride with the uh, with the Bills. So uh, they they're they're gonna see this kind of like you said. It's like not nah, must win, but you know you really you really want to.
1: I I mean Miami's three and one. It's, it's this is this is not a game you want to you want to lose here uh all right atlanta Falcons. Oh yeah in division yeah no you don't want to blow that one this, i mean you had this one circled on the schedule as a win you, you you can't you can't blow it now even without Tua, you can't yep, agreed you know th- this is this is where this is the difference between the miami team of the past and the miami team of now all right this is a game you win you want to be one of these type of teams you win this week all right atlanta falcons at the tampa bay buccaneers Tampa's been a little bit up and down. Atlanta's been a little frisky. I just don't have it in me to pick Atlanta. I'll roll with Tampa at home. I saw Godwin played a little bit. I imagine Julio is will be back. I think Mike Evans will be Mike Evans again, and then hopefully, uh, Fournette's able to stay healthy and and Tom as well. I I I don't think we're getting. Enough, I don't think he's getting enough credit. I Tom. <laughs> They, 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 I know we name all these receivers and all these offensive weapons like they're, you know, just on paper assets. But the, the man, at the end of the day, these guys have no chemistry because none of them play together any And the fact that Tom's had the success he's had so far, I, I think, is actually something worthy of uh, of complimenting. So not worried about Tom. Are you worried about Tom?
0: I am also not worried about Tom. I will be going with the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. I think, you know, the Falcons, you can sneak out wins against other teams. But Spray's uh, going to be ready to go.
1: Yeah. Also, I imagine tom never wants to lose to atlanta ever so uh just putting that out there uh <laughs> a little bit of a, a hold on him all right tennessee titans at the washington commanders <sighs> man you can could you say anything nice about washington at this point i i, I think the the brian robinson is, is possibly going to make a debut uh i don't know if you heard about it did we talk about his off season? he had like there was like a shooting or something and then he got recovered and then, then oh
0: yeah yeah
1: uh, I, I I think that's the nicest thing I could say about them. Uh, hope, I wish him nothing but luck, but he's going to have a hard time trying to compete with uh, King Henry on the other side over there. So I'll roll with Tennessee. I don't feel great about Tennessee, but I don't feel good about Washington at all. So rolling with them. Who you got?
0: I will also be going with, uh, with the Titans.
1: Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, Washington. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe this maybe this is a, the game though. Maybe they got a guy here and he comes in and it's like, Hey, we, we, we got a running back for the future. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Coming off a
0: gunshot injury, I just I just don't know.
1: Hey, you know, maybe there's uh there's something to be said about the ego in this and that uh you know there's some toughness. You know, this guy this guy just got shot, man. You think you could tackle him? Like he just he beat a bullet. Like come on, you know. All right, Houston I, Texans. I, I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but uh
0: you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna suck me into this one houston texans at
1: the jacksonville jaguars i'm rolling with jacksonville despite uh i just i've seen a lot of really good things out of jacksonville there's a lot of talent there it takes some time to kind of put it together again this is very similar to the the miami one where it's like hey if you guys really want to be one of those teams this year that are actually competing for a championship you got to win this week and this is a game jacksonville needs to win i expect them to win i think lawrence will have a little bit more success against this team and I think a big day out of Kirk, actually. Uh, I'll give Christian Kirk a shout out on this. Uh Houston. Um, yeah, I did Rex Burkhead's doing a lot of stuff over there still. I, I think that is the the tanking culprit over there where they just keep working Rex for a ton of stuff. Uh shout out to Pierce for a huge seventy five yard run for him. I, I, I hope he gets more workload. He, he is on my fantasy team, but that's that's about all the nice stuff as I could say about Houston. Uh you support with Jacksonville this week.
0: I will go and be going with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Houston doesn't have a win. They're not getting one this week.
1: All right. Next game, San Francisco 49ers at the Carolina Panthers. This may be the last game for Baker. I don't even know if he's going to play this upcoming week. I am very all in on the San Francisco 49ers. They play very steady, confident, nice football that is just going to get better and better week in and week out. I expect a blowout here. I wanted to make this the lock of the week, but I'm so worried this ends up being like a 14 14- 10 game where San Francisco still dominates, but it's like a field goal range of losing. So uh, I'm rolling with the Niners. I uh, can't imagine you're going was with Caroline
0: Baker. Was Baker that bad that he's going to get subbed out?
1: Well, I, I <laughs> there's just there's hope on this team. There, there's just moments where it feels like he's been very limiting to this offense. And it's it's glaring because you know, McCaffrey's there. I think there's some receivers that have had some better playmaking games than than others and He's just constantly scrambling for his life, and I, that maybe isn't his fault. But he's not very good on the run, and he just it is not it's not it's not a good offense with him right now. I'm not saying it'll be a better offense with someone else, but they're not very good with him so
0: i'll say I, that. I i just you know i'm looking at the, the the depth chart and uh sam darnold's on injured reserve and the backup is pj walker and i haven't really heard of pj walker been in the year or in the league for three seasons i i heard uh, darnold
1: darnold's getting closer to being ready and that there was a not a quarterback battle in question that now maybe is starting to get some rumblings a little bit more so just okay just just rumblings and nothing to confirm nothing nothing to say all i know is that uh you know they're they're asking Sam when uh when he thinks he'll be back is, is all I'm saying. All right. I okay. think I think they're they're getting a little timeline on that one. All uh, right. Understood. All right. Next game, Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. I don't think the Rams offense is very good. I think Micah Parsons is really good, and that might be enough just to shift this game. Uh Dallas, you know, I think a lot of people want to make fun of their current quarterback situation, but they're 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 hanging in there. They're three and one right now and I, I think this is a game that they can kind of steal. This this feels like one where their quarterback shouldn't be enough for this, but I, I haven't seen anything by Stafford this year that it says, like, yeah, they're definitely competing for you know, something a little bit more than a playoff spot. So I'm not very fearful of the Los Angeles Rams, and I think they're going to have a really hard time against Mike on the other side. He's just going to sack him all the time. They have an awful running game in L.A., and they have nothing to lean on. Like it's it's all big plays or nothing, and if he doesn't make the big plays, which Stafford has struggled with, I don't have hope for the offense. So I'll roll with Dallas. I, I feels backwards. Uh, you know, are we sure Dak's gonna get his job back? Like, this, is this not a successful yeah. run?
0: Yeah, he's gonna get his job back. Although uh, it was weird because it sounded like initially oh we think he can maybe uh, come back sooner and then like immediately afterwards well wait wait, hold on like he's kind of having trouble with uh grip strength right now (laughs) it's like well you know what position he plays right it's quarterback one of like the main things is you have to hold on to a football that seems like one of the most important things you need all right but that's also
1: the jerry jones update where it's it's like jerry's hired the doctor the doctor (laughs) told him what to say and i just i don't like that he's always got to be the middleman puppet for everybody here but you know Whatever, that's, that's the way the Dallas news comes out, so there's no changing that. Uh, next game, Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals. You know, Zona, Arizona's staying alive here. Philly's 4-0. I, I think that they've had some up-and-down games, literally being really up, and then just not even showing up in the second half and still managing to get some victories out of that. Arizona should be more desperate for a win at this this week, and Philly, you know, I'm not saying that they – they're gonna let up or anything, but i I see this being a little bit more of a trap game for them uh that being said i I just think Philly's a better team, and I don't want to hear any more of this undefeated talk for Philly like I, their schedule's garbage, but one of these trap games, very much like this week, is gonna set them up, and they're gonna be doomed so throw out the undefeated season. It's not gonna to happen. They're gonna to lose to a team very similar to this. I'm not picking it, but but maybe you will. Are you gonna go
0: with Arizona this week? No, I'm going with the Eagles, but uh I could see this being a really fun game.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I think this could be a fun fun to watch game. All right, next game, Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. I think this will be a fun game to watch as well. I like Lamar. I think he's been a little bit more consistent than Joe Burrow, and I think that they are a little bit more comfortable as a team at this point than Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's still kind of working some stuff out. Uh, it's it's not unusual. That Super Bowl hangover is very real, but you know maybe this is the week where they, they kind of put it all together and, and give a good punch here, but... I'm putting my money on Baltimore this week. I, I just think I've seen a little bit more of that offense, and I think Lamar has just been super dynamic. And good, good luck stopping him. Uh, again, I hope this is a fun game to watch, but uh, I'm rolling with Baltimore. Who you got?
0: I also have Baltimore.
1: Yeah, it'll be fun. I hope Joe Burrow puts up some points. All right, last game, Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. This really should have been the lock of the week, but this also feels like a trap game where there's just there's got to be some desperation. The Raiders managed to get one win out of here to just, Essentially, save somewhat of a season here. This is a tough game to where you get finally get your win. You're one and three, and you're going against a three and one Chiefs. I I, I don't see it happening for the Raiders, but I I could see some desperation magic maybe encouraging you to maybe pick against them. But I, I'm not doing it. Too much firepower for the Chiefs. Carr, I, I it's he's not the guy. I don't know how many times they're going to do this. He only throws it to one guy. He only throws it to Hopkins or not Hopkins. Uh, Devontae Adams. And it's not working. I don't know what happened to Waller. I don't know what happened to some of these other guys. They seem to be constantly upset with Josh Jacobs. There's just a lot of weird things going on with the Raiders. I don't I don't like any of it. So rolling with Andy Reid in that. Who you got for this one?
0: I will be going the the same. Uh I'm just not gonna try to get cute and try to figure out when uh, the Raiders are gonna, you know, get get their act together. But it is division, you know, weird stuff could definitely happen, but kinda of like with you, I'm not I'm not picking it.
1: All right, I am in the ninety six percentile of this in first place at the league. Uh, you know, shout out if you uh, want to make your picks again before listening, but you know no no pressure, you know if you want to catch up this week and listen and then pick that you know that's fine, I get it, you know, it's all right. It's uh, talking to
0: me. I already made
1: my picks. No, I'm not talking to you. You know who I'm talking about. He's ah. the, the only listener that's actually trying to beat us? So it's uh could be anybody really. No, no, it really it really couldn't be. <laughs> it, it really it really couldn't be. All right, uh, we got about 10, 10 quick minutes here we could spend talking a little bit of basketball stuff. The preseason did start. The Celtics did make a signing, uh which we chose to sign Blake Griffin over Denzel Valentine. I, I actually do like the signing. This is all everyone needs to acknowledge again that this is the backup plan that Gallinari was the first plan all right so this isn't like this is the best we could do for the whole offseason it, it's the best that we could do with the circumstances we're at right now so I, I've seen some people be like yeah you know you know grading our offseason moves and it's like well this wasn't entirely up our choice all right we we did the respectful thing letting Gallinari play in the international games I'm sure there were teams everywhere that didn't want to sign him because he wanted to play that and we took our chances, and we're somewhat paying for it a little bit now. But I, I'm i all right with Blake Griffin. I think he's a good ball handler. I think he's a good passer. And if anything, his weaknesses are his defense and, and his shooting, and those are things that maybe we'll be able to recover and help him out with on, on some other aspects of our, our team strengths already. So we won't need that stuff. Uh, or maybe he doesn't play at all. I don't know. What, what do you think? And your your thoughts on adding Blake Griffin? I mean, this this would be a big deal, what, 10 years ago? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean it was definitely fun when you uh, when, when you see the name it's like, oh, Blake Griffin, and then it's like, oh, remember what happened the last time Blake Griffin played? It was Jalen Brown just repeatedly just going right at him, and just like, hey, we're we're just gonna try to throw Blake out there. Uh, nothing else is working. Let's see if this works. I think he helps out with uh, Rob being out. We know he's for sure gonna be out at the beginning of the year, so we got. Uh, a body out there that knows how to play basketball is not going to play at a high level, but I think that we were in real trouble if he is playing uh, rotation minutes.
1: Yeah, he'll be. I think he'll be A fan favorite. I think he'll be fun. All right, let me ask you: is over or under Blake Griffin dunks this year? Five. Under. <laughs> Two. Over. All right. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of where I'm at as well. I, I think if he does dunk, the crowd will go crazy, and I don't think it'll even be a real dunk. I think it'll be like an end of the game, he like lays it above the rim dunk. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Uh, there was a reappearance by some players that we haven't seen in some time. Kawhi Leonard, Ben Simmons, Paul George, Jamal Murray. Everyone's back, and uh, the whole gang's looking somewhat healthy right now. I actually saw some Ben Simmons. I watched the opening night of that, and – you know, just seeing Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons out there, Claxton out there, no Seth Curry, uh, not going against Embiid. My guy Maxie had a had a hot first quarter there, coming out just firing early. But uh, big takeaway here, I, th- I thought Ben Simmons actually looked pretty good. Look looked super healthy, man. Looks real fit. Uh, you know, not not saying he was ever really that much out of shape, but uh, he, this guy's, you know, he's an athlete. He's he's huge. He's really he's really big for his, his speed. So. Uh, still can't shoot really, really struggle at the free throw line, but you know, he's cutting to the rim. He's passing the guys cutting and it, there's an interesting aspect to that. I, I didn't think it was a, a, a pretty game, but what opening night in preseason is going to be a pretty game. So, uh, all that being said, just nice to see everyone out there. I saw Jamal Murray hit a three in the corner. That that's encouraging. I, I just want all these guys to be healthy. Cause I think there's some really good talent across the league and I want to see them actually go against each other. And we've been cheated the past couple of years where these guys have just been all out. So, uh,
0: did you get to watch any of these guys? Uh, I ha- haven't watched any, any yet, but I have made, I've cleared my, my schedule. You actually didn't even mention him, but I think he's the most important out of all of them. Zion Williamson, nine 30 tonight. You know, if you listen to the pod, you already missed it. Go check the highlights out. Future MVP of the uh, national basketball association will be playing basketball and I'm excited to uh, get a chance. And echo everything that you just said about Zion and all these other guys. Uh, I think there's kind of been some jokes of, uh, Hey, like the, uh, the injured reserve team, you know, do you think if you put them all together like, together and they were healthy, could they win a, uh, uh, win a championship? And it, like you said, like we just being robbed. Like all these guys are really good. These are all NBA for sure. All stars and we, we missed out and some other guys got to step up. And I think it, it's only, it's only going to help the league and help the excitement if, if these guys are playing.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for, for basketball my fantasy season is it's in jeopardy, man. You know, I, I did this dumb thing where I draft all the same players in all the leagues and it, it happened. My my Javante Williams pick that I have in all four leagues is out with every single injury I think you could possibly have in the knee. I think I saw the ACL, knee is just destroyed. I saw ACL, L C L or some other abbreviation. I don't I'm sorry. The whole alphabet, man. I hope you get get well, man, get better. I have to make the crushing decision of deciding whether or not he's going to be worthy of being a keeper for next year. And then I have to factor in whether or not he'll even be healthy for week one next year. He's a young guy. He'll play again. Uh, but these are certainly decisions I wasn't hoping long, to be making. Long road. Uh, so tough loss there. I, I, I know I really shouldn't give a shit about my fantasy team. This, this guy's health is, is certainly the top priority. Um, yeah, anything you want to add for the people out there? We got uh, got about a minute here.
0: Uh, just uh, I went. Uh, three and one uh, lost in the same league I lost to before and so a little embarrassing I lost to my brother and to my sister uh, in not back to back weeks but the start of the season but that means that in uh, my three other leagues that I'm uh, I'm undefeated so really got to give a shout out and a thank you to uh, Saquon Barkley because I was able to get him at a a discount and I think uh, between him and Lamar Jackson mostly scoring 50 points a game that's kind of been been the engine of of my team so hopefully uh, that'll continue and uh, you know Real successful headed in uh, you know that direction. All
1: right, but you're gonna watch football again this week because you know I'll be honest. This have yes. than the podcast, I really would have run you to carry because I'm not
0: feeling. Yeah, well. I, I was. <laughs> I I've kind of got burned by weddings this year. Uh, this one I saw that I think it said every game uh, was within one uh, one score going into the fourth quarter. Or maybe It was like in the fourth quarter at some point. Uh, the last time I went to a wedding in February, that was the Saturday that. Uh, like all of the top team, top ten teams got upset, except for Duke, and it was an absolute bloodbath. And I, uh, I missed that one. So nope, this was the one. Uh, you know, Bill Simmons uh, always jokes about like the, the the apple picking or the the pumpkin picking weekend that you know you just you just miss. And uh, I wasn't necessarily the one that made the ultimate uh, choice, but. You know, going forward, I should have uh, you know much better priorities and be watching a lot more football for you know for for you, so you don't have to carry the whole thing on your shoulders. like well, you did an awesome job doing to, today, and I can I can contribute more.
1: Well, like my basketball career, I don't want to do this alone. I'm retired from basketball. Don't no worry, I don't want to do this. <laughs> we should just have a fake retirement one of these shows. It's just 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 walk off of everything.
0: <laughs> I- I think the, the, the concern would be that the, the listeners wouldn't come back. I think that's a, that's a dangerous game to play. All right, we'll be back. How about that next week? Yes. Little
1: column A. Little
0: column B.